There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever. That's exactly right. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a couple of headlines before we get into a lead story here. Despite COVID pause, Minnesotans are again living with debt. Uh, Tevin asked the question, what does COVID have to do with that? And I believe AJ and I both answered nothing. It would be the fact that a six pack of soda now is about $25. You know, that's, maybe that's what it is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Just insane pricing. It's unbelievable. Uh, another quick headline, BCA man who killed two Burnsville officers and a paramedic fired a hundred more than a hundred rounds. You a little upset, sir? Are you a little crazy, do you think? You think it might be nuts? Yeah, there's got to be a lot of things going on in his head. But, yeah, to fire off 100 rounds is absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, I'm not a gun guy, I would say. Like, I've gone hunting mm-hmm. a couple times. I'm not anti-gun by any means. Mm-hmm. But, like, right. I understand. from my understanding of this story is this guy, one, should not have owned guns to begin with. Yep, correct. Let alone have over 100 rounds in his possession, how does that slip right. through the cracks of, like, right. we're, not, we're not checking in to make sure we're not shaking... Not, not sh- I don't want to seem like, it, you know, it's a prison thing. We're shaking down the, sh- the cell. <laughs> oh, I'll like, shake him down. Right. I like, agree with you. But, like, why are we... You know, if you're on a list where you can't own firearms, why are we not checking that a gentleman does not have firearms and right. 100-plus yeah. rounds of ammo? What's and, going on? And even if you are on... Like, so I grew up in a family that hunted... I don't know how many bullets we had ever in the house maybe it was 100 i don't know but if you were to at one time be like i'm gonna fire over 100 rounds you don't just rub the sleep out of your eye and fire 100 no. rounds like you have that's like a planned out <laughs> conscious decision like he didn't just spur of the moment do that so those are the great two headlines that make you feel a lot better we're deeply in debt and a guy killed three people so way to start the day star tribune that's all i have to say yeah well but uh, aj had a story Oh, my God, yeah. I, we we kind of talked about the new MLB jerseys a couple days ago with, I want to say it was with Judd, but man, Fanatics is like the monopoly of, like, sports manufacturing mm-hmm. for, like, goods and, you know, T-shirts mm-hmm. and stuff like that now. And they're taking over the first year of their deal of actually manufacturing the jerseys. And there have been outrages the past week, it seems like, with, you know, closer looks. Now that people are at spring training and they're playing, we're getting closer looks. And it's a lot lower quality. Even the players are complaining, like, hey, these don't feel right. They look cheap. They feel cheap. Um, But then we saw the pants. We saw saw live Uh game action yesterday. 
Tom, have you, how often do you use like a public bathroom? Mm, as little as I possibly can. And I don't, I don't care if I have to pinch my cheeks together for a couple of miles. I would rather drop a deuce at home. Okay. But, but in, in your memory there, you can recall how thin the toilet paper is in public Oh, bed. God, yes. Oh, yeah. That is about the equivalent of these new MLB pants because there are, photo, <laughs> yeah. there are photo shoots coming out where you can see, like, the jersey tucked in, the compression shorts underneath. What? Yeah. There, um, there was a gentleman on the Orioles who did, like, a, a, sp- a spread leg photo shoot. You can see uh, both jabronis down there, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Really? They, yes. Apparently, once you start to sweat, because the fabric is, they tried to make it very light and breathable because, you know, we're playing yeah. in the summer. Let's keep everybody cool. Well, we maybe yeah. would make it a little thicker in the crotchal area because, yeah, there's – it was so bad where one player – I think he played for the Orioles – went to Dick's Sporting Goods to buy his own jersey that was not going to show his twig and berries when he sweats. There you go. It's a perfect plan. There's no question about Uh. that. Yeah, I don't understand. What has happened to people? They never, ever finish their jobs. Because basically, if they didn't test that before they made it in volume, that's not finishing your job. You did not finish your Nobody wants to see somebody's junk and testicles hanging there when you're bringing the kids to the baseball game. We're going to have, like, PG-13 games this summer, or, or rated R, because yep. it's, it, like, who, uh, yesterday the Padres played the Dodgers of, like, the first mm-hmm. spring training game, and there was, a like, a camera shot of one of the players, like, bending down to retie their, their cleat, their spike. And right. There was uh, the outline of the pants left little to be... Imagined. Let's just say that it was uh, it, it very clear. You could see everything, and somebody was saying like, "It's really only going to take one guy going commando to put this, oh, <laughs> put yeah. this to bed." But how does it slip through the cracks at Fanatics? How does this slip right, through right. board meeting after test sub, uh, you know, test meeting after like on field pictures and mm-hmm. stuff to where now it's spring training. We are so close to opening day. And you're just seeing the nether regions of every professional ball player. Yeah, because it really only takes one person to try them on during the testing phase to be like, maybe this isn't uh, what we're looking for. Yeah, I don't really understand what. And by the way, I've gotten about five uh, text messages already. Why do my testicles have to be called an Italian name? <laughs> Jabroni, baby. <laughs> The Italians are not happy with you, AJ. Let me just say that. You're not invited to any more meetings. That's just how it is. Now, I I just don't understand how you don't. First of all, if you're the commissioner, is that Roger Goodell still? Uh, No, it's. uh, Yeah, Rob Manfred Manfred, for baseball. There we go. Rob Man. Did Roger Goodell used to be the. Uh, He was the NFL. Oh, the NFL NFL guy. Yeah, he's the NFL guy, yeah. Is he still the NFL guy? Yes. So the baseball guy is who now? Rob Manfred. But I believe he – didn't he announce he's not renewing his contract, AJ? Yes, that sounds that sounds right. But I'm, it's like in 2029, so he announced in five years he's going to yeah. call it quits. Um, well, I may as well announce it now. But, uh, you know, I didn't want to do this, but in 2124 I'm leaving. That's all there is to this. <laughs> Just 100 more years and that's going to do it. Why would you announce your retirement five years ahead of time? Yeah, because then it just seems like they're giving <laughs> you're, you're giving them a good excuse if they don't like you two years right. from now to be like, ah, you're quitting in three years anyway. We're just gonna here's your early retirement. Tom, you might Maybe be thinking that. of the gentleman before him that was Bud Selig. The, oh, Bud Selig. Yeah, yeah there you and go. he did from '92 to 2015. There you go. That makes a lot. Of, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff usually, but 
Back in the day as a kid, I did. I had to know who the general manager was, the coaches, the mm-hmm. head coach. The, the, when I was a teenager, man, I knew every position and every name. And yep. I must have been very boring to talk to. Let me just put it that way. But uh, I'm going to watch the game tonight. Uh, you got the Gophers taking on your Minnesota Twins. But the problem is i got to figure out where I'm going to find it because the MLB channel, you can't get it in, what, Iowa and Minnesota. What the hell is that? Yeah, that's th- thank you to blackout restrictions. I have a question. Can mm-hmm. you drive across the river and go to Hudson, Wisconsin and watch it? I would say probably not because they get yeah. the same. You, I believe right. you have to be out of the cable area because they still get Minnesota, Minneapolis news. Well, there you go. So I guess uh, you just will. Oh, look, let's do what Grandpa used to do. Open a hams and sit on the porch and listen to it on the radio. <laughs> Although you would think that you'd be able to watch it because you're in Florida. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so. yeah maybe. Maybe. I would imagine I probably I'll, – I'll give it a whirl in any case. But their first, uh, their first game is against the Gophers, and then the second game is tomorrow afternoon, but I can't remember who they're playing. But, yeah, so here they've got, uh, they've got Pittsburgh tomorrow, Sunday yeah, right. uh, at Boston. And, you know, can, and, you know, it doesn't really matter who's the home and away team at this point. No. Uh, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Boston, and it goes all this way. And this is on the official MLB.com, but I don't have an actual scheduled televised game for the Twins until Tuesday, March 12th, when they're at Detroit, and that's on Bally Sports North. Otherwise, all these games are um, broadcasted on radio with uh, WCCO, it looks like. Look, I know we got to go to break here, but let's let's face it. You guys just are not embracing the fact that it's not easy to spend that kind of money when you're only worth two billion dollars. You yeah. know, they're they're real struggling for change yeah. at this point. <laughs> three point, shoulder to shoulder, baby. three point eight billion can't get it done. <laughs> three point eight billion. There you go. All right, we'll be right back right after this. A little Phil Mackey coming up next. Have you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year? You want to enjoy the warmth wherever you want? Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson from Realty One Group Destination. Key West grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota, started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida, and now can help you if you've considered living in the warmth of Florida. I said the warmth of Florida, although this year, you know. Uh, Now is the time to reach out to your friends, your new friend in realty, as a matter of fact, Matt Carlson. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend, Matt, can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm, Kath and I are looking to buy in a cabin, and we'll definitely do that through Matt and Kristen. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help to help you with that. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt, is one of us, as she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota, or maybe that second home or retirement place in Florida, trust your new local friends and contact Matt and Kristen. As I said, Catherine and I are going to do that this summer. Visit OneKeyWest.com, that is OneKeyWest.com, or call Matt at 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345, and work with local professionals that you can trust. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. 
But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch offs plastic keys, bubble machine. Box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support, and I want to thank you too. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Catherine did that. Works. I, people find that probably unusual. Well, you do the commercials, why don't they just give? No, I support my, the people who support me, I support them. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets just arrived and won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 to take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb. Dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM, and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. With the very lovely and talented Phil Mackey. Yes, exactly. Applause, applause, everyone. Thank you. You ever been called lovely before? couple times this week already yeah my listeners just love me tom they love me. i knew that's what it was mm-hmm. what you doll up your new office what what you got cooking in the bed look at that man well we got some new it looks different because we have so over here for the youtube audience there used to be a, a some it was called uh i think the harbor is what the artwork was goes from my it was in my dad's office for a long time so i had it in my office for the last several months but uh, we moved that to a different place in our home this is my home studio and we've got some new art on the way that I think will be unveiled next week. So very exciting for your audience to get to see my new artwork next week on YouTube. No now. question about it. You're, you're absolutely correct. There's no doubt. They're going to be like any topless models or anything. Uh, wow. How, how did you know? <laughs> I knew it. How did uh, you know? Finger on the pulse, Phil. That's all it is. <laughs> finger somewhere, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. We were, and actually, the reason that came up is we were talking about it earlier. It's like uh, watching pornography. After you've seen one, you've seen them all. Why do you keep watching? It's like it's the same thing every time. <laughs> well, it's it's funny how you know now that we're on the subject, it's evolved over the years. Where you know you, <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to buy a magazine or something yeah, or like sure. a V a VHS, and it was all you have to have like a hard copy of it and hide it somewhere in your house, right? Or and now you can just go to any number of websites and kind of peruse around. It's like the it's like a mega mall of pornography. It's great out there. I'll tell you something, man. When I was 15 years old, I might have been 14 still, actually, come to think of it. My brother came home from Vietnam. He's in the United States Marine Corps. Came home, so mom sets him up. And he only lived with us for a couple of months after he got back from the service. But uh, I was walking, you know, through the house and all the rest of it. And he inadvertently, I guess, left a copy of his magazine in the living room. I had never, ever seen a Playboy before that. Because uh, they were kind of hard to find back. They were very strict about that back in the day when they sold Playboy. You had to prove you were like 21 or you couldn't buy it. 
So it's funny. I remember when I saw my first Playboy, and I was around the same age, probably 13, 14, right. somewhere in there. And my so my dad, my dad went to get a haircut. I went with him to get a haircut at this barber shop oh, yeah. in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. <laughs> He used he used to live off uh, Zane Avenue over by the White Castle. Uh, There's a White Castle and a Dairy Queen, which, by the way, like best street corner in America. White yep. Castle next to a Dairy Queen. Love it. And he lived in an apartment complex there. And there was about 16 Chinese restaurants, too. It was always a good time going to my dad's. And so he took me to a barber shop like a block away. We just walked over there. And as he's getting his haircut, I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the barbershop bathroom and on the, the back of the toilet, like on top of the tank, there was probably 10 Playboys stacked. Like who's going to a barbershop <laughs> to get their haircut, happen to have to go to the bathroom. And you like, and by the way, you're only reading the Playboy in that bathroom if you're going number two, which right. raises a whole number. Right. Of, like who goes to a barbershop? Takes a dump and reads a Playboy. Correct. You know what we got to do now, and you forced our hand. We'll do it from behind so it won't be obscene or anything, but we have to show a guy reading a magazine while standing up peeing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine what that would look like. You got about, well, well if, you're, if you're younger, you got about 45 <laughs> seconds. If you're a little older, maybe more like two minutes, depending. Right? That's true. <laughs> The flow is not as demanding as uh, as a younger person. But, yeah, I, we get a picture of a guy standing there reading it. We won't be able to see the magazine, just his hands holding it. And you won't be able to see anything else because he's it, his back is to you. So it'll yeah, be a hell of a picture. Sure. It'll be our new logo. That's the new artwork, actually. I'm not sure okay, if you... Okay, new artwork. <laughs> and then and it'll be something like Piss on You or something like that. That'll be the name of the... We'll change the name of everything. We'll come up with something. Yeah, It'll be magnificent. We were talking about the fact, uh, just before you got here, that your Minnesota Twins play the Gophers tonight. Uh, the fellas looked through and tried to find any games going to be on television in Minnesota, and it's going to be a while. It's going to be a few weeks, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the TV thing has been the biggest... There's been two major... I think the fans were so excited for the first time in years because they won a playoff series and Target Field was packed sure. for the for the yep. two weeks that they're in the playoffs. And then and I get I get along well with Joe Polad, but he he comes out and says early in the in the offseason he the ownership tells reporters, "Hey, we're going to cut the payroll back." And then he does the interview on WCCO earlier this week in which he says yeah, we're not in the market for any of these. We know we need some help still, but we're not in the market for any of these big free agents. Right. And and like to come out and just tell fans, yeah, we're, we need to right-size our business. I get it. You're trying to make money. It's a business, but it's such a bad look. And now the Diamondbacks come out, and they offer a direct-to-consumer streaming product. You can pay 100 bucks a year and just watch Diamondbacks games on your smart right. TV, your computer. Right. The Twins struck a deal again with Bally's for one year in which you can't watch games in streaming fashion unless you have basically one or two specific cable packages. So just it's Honest a bad look. God. No, I agree it's a bad look, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. And look, I know you're only worth $3.8 billion, but maybe you could spend a little bit of it improving the team so we actually have an interest to come and purchase your product. Yeah, and, I, and, it, and it's like I feel like I'm playing both sides of the fence here, but they no, are going to be a good team. They have great players in Royce Lewis and Carlos Correa. They've got one of the best starting pitchers in Pablo Lopez, and they probably will make a trade in the next three months to make the team even better. But it's just the messaging. Fans want right. to be really excited, and the messaging and the action is kind of patting fans on the head and saying, oh, sorry, we're not going to. 
we're not going to do what you want us to do. So just come to the ballpark anyways, and we'll see what we can do. So is Joe, is that Carl's son or grandson? It is, uh, I believe it's his grandson. So it's Carl, and then Jim Polad is Joe's uncle. And so Joe is the oh, okay. the, like the family the family still owns the team, but Joe is now the front man, sort of the operational front man, third generation Polad. Okay, well that makes total sense. What's Bob doing these days? You know, I always liked Bob, but he got pissed off at me when we went after the team, and he hasn't talked to me since. But I always liked him. I've never met Bob. So what did when and what did you say to piss off Bob? I think it was something like the Twins are horseshit. Don't go buy tickets because they suck, you know. But look, if you're not going to put the product on the field, then I'm not going to tell people to go buy your tickets. Yeah, I mean that's only fair. Yeah, don't get offended by that if you're you're, spend some money. He's a nice guy, and he's a friend of a friend of a friend of mine, which makes it even worse. As a matter of fact, we all ran into each other separately at a restaurant one time, and I walk up, and my friend is talking. I won't say who it is, but you'd know who he is. And he's talking to Bob Polad. And as I walk up, you should have seen the change on the look on Bob Polad's face. Oh, it was like, no. where is my rifle? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, settle down. Calm down. I had a similar I had a similar moment at the Diamond Awards. I can't I, I might have told this story a, a few weeks ago on the show, but if right. I'm repeating myself, it's a great story. So I'm just gonna repeat it. No. Um, so I'm at the Diamond Awards, the annual Twins Gala, right? Everyone's black tie affair. Sure. And I've spent most of the last five years, up until they finally got their act together last year, I've, I've been very critical of the Twins because they've just been kind yeah. of yep. bumbling along. They've, yep. The division's been very winnable at times, and they just kind of, they were they were like below 500 two years in a row, and they can't get out of their way. So, you know, we tell it like it is on our podcast, so we don't pull punches. And I hadn't seen Joe in probably five or six years. Oh. And so it was one of those deals where I'm talking to a friend who works for the Twins, and Joe comes up to he see he sees the guy that I'm talking to, and he's gonna come up, doesn't see me right away. And but now he's like now he's too close to kind of turn away. So now oh. we're all within ten feet of each other. And he looks over, we smile, we shake hands, and he goes, Phil, I'm enjoying your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, well, then you know that we were very excited for you guys winning your first playoff game in 20 years. And it, it was kind of an acknowledgement of, Phil, I know that you've been uh, pretty much running us through the mill the last five years on your oh, show. But, right. but he handled it really well. It was, it, was, it was great. It's always weird, though, when you criticize someone in the public eye and you've got a mm-hmm. microphone like you've had for 30 years. And you never know how do people hate you or, or do people understand that it's not personal? There's never nobody know. in the middle. I will tell you that. Very few people are in the middle, unless they have no idea who the hell I am. If you know who I am, you either really like me or you hate me. There's yeah. no middle ground. It's just kind of weird. I, I don't know what, what that's all about and all the rest of it, but I just, you know, it, it's the way life goes. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Is your first assumption that people hate you or that they enjoy your show? Uh, I can tell by looking at him. Okay. I'll give you an example. By by coincidence, yesterday, we, uh, Andy's last couple of days uh, in town yesterday, today, and then he's leaving tomorrow. So he wanted to take Ethan out on a boat ride. Bad idea taking a two-year-old on a boat ride because all they do is scream. That's all (laughs) they do. But as we're walking up to the dock, these two guys about 25 years old, something like that, and I, I know their names, but I don't want to say their names because I didn't ask if I could or not. I told them to call into the show, though, both of them. 
a couple of 25-year-old men came over and said, are you Tom Bernard? And I said, yeah. And I said, in West Palm Beach, that's a little weird. Or Palm Beach it was, actually. It was a little weird, but they, they said they're huge listeners to the show. They've been they listening back uh, in the day. I said, you weren't even born f- until I was on the air for like the 15th year in a yeah. row. <laughs> well, I, actually, if you go all the way back to the beginning, if they were 20, they looked to be 25, 26, 27, somewhere in there. Really nice guys. They're huge fans. They said, yeah, I've been... But listen, since you started, I said, no, actually, no. I have not. <laughs> no, I started 54 years ago. There are two of you that weren't even born, two generations that weren't even born when I, I was about four years into radio by then. We can add you guys up and you weren't even right. born. when Exactly. Yeah. But these guys were, they wanted to say hello to all of you. They were really, really nice people and just very accommodating, just very, very excited and happy. So I want to pass along to you guys that they love the show and. It's so weird. That does happen a lot, though. I run into people out of town, and they just, you know. So in general, I think that people are going to be nice to me when they meet me. Yeah. Unless, of course, I already know who they are. And then I go, oh, that this might not go too swell. Well, it is, a. I think, one of the coolest and weirdest at the same time phenomenons of, and you've been doing it for five and a half decades. I've been on a microphone on a daily basis for a decade and a half or so. Right. Is that... You're, like, we're doing it in largely empty studios. Like the four of us are just, we're in some different locations here, right. but it, we're just yeah. like talking to a screen or talking to a microphone. And, and But there's thousands of people out there that consider you a part of their daily mm-hmm. life. And it's always interesting when you meet people and they, I guess this sounds kind of bad, but they act like they've known you for 15 or 20 years, be, even though you've never met. And I, and I don't yep. say that. I don't say that like condescendingly. I, no. I think that's one of the most amazing perks about being able to do this for so long. I agree with you completely. It's like literally they know you, even though you've never met them, they know all about you, what it's yeah. all about. Oh, is that cat? And of course, they had to do this to me. It's like, God, you're right. Your wife is very pretty. It's like, please don't say that. Yeah. Her not. <laughs> the rest of my day is going to be. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Boy, you uh, outkicked your coverage there, huh, yeah, Tom? You know, uh, what, is yeah. she blind, or yeah. what's the deal? You know, <laughs> be one of those. Like, thank you so much for that. But, I don't know, look, here's the situation. We got to watch the Twins this weekend. Well, I'm you know, going to try to watch. So you can't even go to, like, Wisconsin and watch it, and can you drive to, do you have to get, what, like 100 miles away or something? I don't, and maybe AJ has details. I don't think that Bally's is televising. Well, first of all, if you don't have like Xfinity or one of the three cable services, and a lot of people still have those cable. I'm a YouTube TV guy, so my wife and I, we need to find a different way to watch Twins games. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know that they're putting together a local broadcast of a spring training game until at least a couple weeks from now. Yeah, oh, the, really? the, the first one is March 12th when they are at Detroit, um, and that one will be on Bally. Jesus. Okay. March 12th, so that's almost three weeks from now. Tom, we need you to get in your car, drive yeah. up to these spring training games, fire up your phone, fire up the YouTube channel, <laughs> and tell us what you're seeing for three hours. And I'll do it all like here. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I'm here at the oh stadium. God, please, please. I'd, I'd subscribe to that and watch. I'm yeah. in. 100 bucks. Take my money. Tom Bernard as Harry Carey calling Twins games. Exactly. Here we are in Fort Campbell, Missouri. <laughs> No, no, Harry, it's uh, Fort Myers. Myers. You know, whatever. I got so lucky because he used to come on the show once in a while over at the queue, and he would say things that was like, are you? Well, I told you, 
Gelfan one time bad mouthed him on the air. He comes on the air and goes, "Hey Harry, how you doing?" And, and he insulted him. There's a long pause. <laughs> and Harry says, "Barnard, control your monkeys." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> legend, man. What oh, a legend. It? Then we, after he died, we got a guy who could do a perfect impression. And he came on as Harry from Heaven, which was phenomenal. <laughs> what was he? Like, like, just describing what life is like now in heaven, or what was... You know, it's kind of interesting, because there's a lot of things I did on Earth that I can't do up here. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe we should do a visit with Harry during baseball once in a while. We well, visit with Harry during the baseball season would be, God, I just, I love that man. He had a restaurant... Or, is that rest? Is Harry still Harry Carey still open in Chicago? I, I believe know. it is. The last time I yeah. was there was in 2009. I was there for a one one of our good friends, and I don't know if you've met Darren Wolfs and Doogie from Channel Five. Yeah, and he does like a podcast him. on Score North. Yep. And Doogie, so Doogie's been one of my best friends for 20 years, and he had his bachelor party in Chicago. So we could go to a cup. One of his buddies worked for the Cubs at the time. So we could do like the bleacher creature thing. And one of the nights we were there, it was like 12 of us guys who went to Harry Carey's steakhouse and sure. we got the little private room upstairs. Oh, one, legitimately one of the coolest nights because it was, it was a bunch of dudes from Minnesota who had been dispersed around the country. Half of us were working in sports. And so coming together and we find out that uh, Randy Bush was downstairs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. And he was the assistant GM of the Cubs at the time. So he was just downstairs having dinner with friends or whatever. And uh, someone from the group went down and told him, hey, there's 12 Twins fans upstairs. Oh, God. If you want to come up and say hi. He came. He had his World Series ring on from 1987, oh. I think it was, or 91. And he came up and he just told stories for like an hour. Isn't that wonderful? One of the coolest memories. Yeah. There's no question about it. I, not on the same note because I didn't talk to him, but the last time I was at Harry Carey's, the next table over was Mike Ditka. Oh, wow. And I didn't talk to him. And the only reason I, I, you know, he was busy doing this, that, and the other thing. But it was really sad because he got up to go to the bathroom. I mean, this was a long time ago, and he could barely walk. It was very sad. Yeah. I always loved him. I thought he was just a great player, great coach, everything. But to watch that, I mean, he was crippled up badly, which is Boy. very sad. You play football in the 1950s, 1960s for about 10 years. Yeah, your body's going to be a a little ravaged. (laughs) All right, I looked at the clock, and it's time for you to get the hell out of (laughs) here. We'll have to do Harry from Heaven. We'll do it. Maybe I'll do it on Score North with him. I mean, I don't mean I'll do it. I mean, I'll set it up on the phone. You should. Yes. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll talk to Harry's representatives up in heaven and see if we have to find out if there's beer in heaven, right? That's what we need okay, to know. Okay, if I can do it when you're both on, can I go, hey, it's great to be with you, Phil, and you too, Jude. Jude? <laughs> John? John? Yeah. John? Jude? <laughs> Jadeu? I love it. We're looking forward to it. Phil, great report today. Thank you, sir. All right, guys, uh, we'll be checking the Twins box scores this weekend. Yes, we will. We definitely will be doing that. We'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert will join us from Channel 5 right after this. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. 
Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi guys, it's Chris Sagert from Channel 5 Morning News, along with my friends Megan Newquist and Ken Barlow. In the morning, we pride ourselves on sharing people's stories. I've been lucky enough to be part of this 5 Eyewitness News morning team for more than a decade now. This is where I've raised my kids and working alongside my friends for all these years. We're like a family too. We are family, Chris. Working with you and Ken and Hannah, it is such an honor to help folks start their day every morning on Channel 5. We get to catch people up on the news that's happening, and Hannah is here to keep an eye on the traffic around town. And when it comes to weather, I know people rely on me to plan their day and get their family out the door. Over the last 10 years, there are so many memories and so many laughs. I just love sharing the forecast alongside you guys. I feel the same way, Ken. To all you who start your day with us here on Channel 5, we think of you as family too. Thanks for turning on 5 Eyewitness News in the mornings. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Channel 5's Chris Eckert brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Just talked to Josh last night. Of course, he'll be on the family show today uh, because uh, the news basically... Well, I'll do the intro and then I'll tell you what I saw in the news. Channel 5's Chris Eggert brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert joining us. Uh, just watching a little TV last night, and then I saw this on the, on the national news, and I did a little research. Uh, they are saying now that if you just make a salary and live your life, let's say you and your wife both have a job, you both make a salary, you are not going to be able to make it anymore unless you invest with someone that uses your money in a smart and proper way. You are not going to be able to afford anything anymore. That I can confirm that. What's that? You I can confirm, confirm that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm here to confirm it. I know. It's tough, man. It Everything now is $8 billion. But yeah, I, we're going to talk about a lot on the family show at, uh, what is that, at nine, what, 1045. 
I think it's when it starts. I think somewhere in there. But any good, case, it'll be um, good to hear from him. It's nice to have somebody with some insight like that. Yeah, because I don't want to talk about because I don't know what the hell you're supposed to do. I, I work with Josh. Josh does a great job. But they say literally, unless you invest wisely, you're not going to be able to afford everything you want to do in the future. That's not good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my my 20 year plan is a one of those RVs you can get on Facebook Marketplace for around a thousand dollars. Yep. That are they're in need of a lot of work, but you could theoretically pull it around, and then sort of living in the back end of that. I understand that completely. It, it is. It's a complete. You know, it's so really sad because when I was a little boy, I always thought, oh, you know, who wants to be a millionaire was a big uh, game show. I think it was on ABC. Who mm-hmm. wants to be a millionaire? And looking back now, the average person go, a millionaire, that's it? <laughs> that's unfortunate. Well, with everything so ridiculously expensive, but yeah. it's like the, the wages haven't gone up in the same, no. at the same trajectory as the costs have. So, I, I mean, it's funny you bring that up. I just saw a, um, an article this morning about the like top 100 cities in the United States and which one's in the worst debt. Yeah. And basically, it's uh, I think Wallet Hub did it. If if anybody wants to look it up, but um, Wallet Hub did it, and it basically ranked people or ranked the cities based by debt and you know all kinds of different people's mm-hmm. personal debt. And I think the Twin Cities, Minneapolis specifically, was somewhere around like fiftieth out of that list out of one hundred. So, um, you know, not not the best, not the worst, somewhere right in the middle. Well, that's probably a good thing. I guess at least, well, at least yeah. it leans good anyway. But yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like we were fifty-one. Fifty-one, just okay. below Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Birmingham has no money. How is that possible? You ever uh, been to Birmingham? Mm-hmm. It's one of the saddest minutes of my life, or I shouldn't say minutes, but moments in my life. Uh, you get off. Uh, what is it? I twenty, I twenty-two. I can't remember which one. I can't remember what. I think it's I-20, I, I, but I'm not sure about that. But you get off and take the front road into uh, into Birmingham. Every business along that road into town is closed. Every one of them. You've seen that, haven't you, Chris? Uh, we did that trip um, during okay. COVID. My folks have been wintering down in Gulf Shores, so we drove from here down to um, down to Gulf Shores and went through there. It was very eye-opening for... Our, our kids, I felt, to, like, see the South. Like, like yeah. really see the South. There's no question about it. We were not- on back roads, and it, it was good. Yep. I mean, it, it, but you do get you get a, an appreciation of what we have here, that's for sure, because there's definitely a lot of poverty down there. You know, I, I wish I could remember if it was I-20 or I-22. It's one of the two. It's a freeway. It runs through the South. And one of the great things about it is as you're going through, you're leaving Memphis and you're going toward the East Coast, there are many, many sightings of Elvis Presley. I don't know if you know that or not. Come and meet Elvis Presley. I'm like, what? He's only been dead for about 50 years, but other than that. Yeah, you know what's funny you bring that up? Because I was there and we were Yeah. We were in a truck stop and like I fully expected to see some car pull up and like old timey like Elvis get out. Like oh, Elvis yeah. who's been hiding for the last umpteen years. Like yep. And, and kind of look at him and go, wait, is that Elvis? I, I don't. I had this weird feeling because the Elvis thing is everywhere. You're right about that. Have you seen his house that he was born in? The house at he was Gra- born in? No, I've been to Graceland, but I haven't been to his birth home. 
we're driving by and there's this huge sign and I look at it and I go, why is there a huge billboard above that phone booth? <laughs> it turns out it was like a one-bedroom house. The house he was born in is about the size of like a bus stop. You know, those okay. sheltered bus shelters? Yeah. It's about the same size that. Maybe about 25, a little bigger, 25 by about 10 feet, something like that. It's like, God. Not uh, not a palace. Let me put it that way. Even, well, I'm, even I'm, I'm glad he did well for himself. And uh, God bless <laughs> exactly. Graceland, man. That's that's quite a visit. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, everybody who does Elvis. And I love going to see Elvis impersonators. It, it is fun to do. I mean, you know, you got to buy into it and all the rest of it. But it, I, I like that stuff. I think if you're into the shtick, you're, you know, it's, it's yeah. entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. So any massive, huge news we should know about uh, there, buddy? Uh, well, I guess the, the big thing that we learned yesterday with the situation in Burnsville with the three first responders that the, oh, the suspect in the case, like fired at least a hundred rifle rounds, Yep, which is crazy to think about the amount of ammunition that, at, and, yeah. and honestly hearing that it's almost seems to be a miracle that, that own, and I say only, but the three, that there weren't more fatalities in that given that amount of um, firepower he had in there. But and that, that was that was big. A BCA report came out late yesterday, so we've sort of been talking about that mainly this morning. So did you ever get a call from the Polads? Do the twins really appreciate him wearing a twins cap while he's murdering? Three yeah, people? you know, it's funny. I brought that up the other day, and my wife texted me this morning. My wife, who's a former news producer, she's like, you guys need to use a different picture of him and not one with the twins hat on. Yeah. I'm like, well, let's, let me... Let me work on that. You saw it. It was already there. But, yeah, it's so sad. The Every night you turn on the national news, this massacre happened. Then there was another massacre. And there will be a third massacre tomorrow. And it's like, God, I really wish we would learn that our politicians, our new national news anchors, are destroying this country with their hatred. They make a lot of money off of your hatred. I will say that. Whether you hate the left or the right, doesn't matter. As long as they can make money with your misery. But it's turning the world into a bunch of psychopaths. It really is. Uh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. It's got, there's, you know, I've got to be honest with you. There are people I don't like. I don't think I would waste my time hating anyone. And I sure as hell would never shoot someone. Uh, calm down, everybody. Relax. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I wish that was the temperature of the, yeah. of the world right now. Unfortunately, it doesn't really seem like it is, but, well, um, there was one good. great thing happening for golfers this weekend. I'll, I'll leave on a lighter note. Uh, remember it. last summer they did the thing out at uh, target field where you could sit up top and golf and like shoot, like oh, basically yeah. driving range, like yep. shoot out onto the field. They've got that going on at us bank stadium this weekend for anybody who, you know, wants to go give that experience really? a try. So, yeah, it looked pretty cool. We had a camera there this morning. It was kind of neat. I mean, it's not cheap. It's like 80 bucks to to do that. So, but I mean, if you're a golfer, you're 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 already used to spending a lot of money anyway. That's true. I've never done that. Have you I have gone to the drive shacks and places like that, obviously. But I've never done it in a stadium before. That'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, I would think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, you know the what's the name? Of, what's the name of place up there off of six ninety four? Top Golf. Always busy. Yeah, yeah Top Golf. Yep. I mean, that's a super fun experience for people. I guess it's kind of the same idea, but you're doing it in a in a different setting that you normally right. you know, wouldn't be in. So there's there's something fun to do this weekend. 
and the very pleasant Chris Eggert's got to go on television. I like your Harry Carey uh, impersonation, by the way. I I could listen to that all day. You know, if they still had impersonators, because they used to have them all the time on the Ed Sullivan show when I was a kid, and then on Johnny Carson and all the rest of it. You don't see them anymore. You don't see people impersonating other people. They're on TikTok. They're on. They're they're all. Oh, is that where they are? Okay. Yeah. A lot of comedians. Like that's that's how they get famous now. It's it's on the social media. So the Chinese are making all the money. That's what you're saying. And stealing your data. And allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) All right, Pally. Have a great day and a weekend. Have a nice weekend. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Another genius, Sanny, is up next. February is the month for love. When is the last time you gave your carpet the love and attention it really deserves? Have you gotten down on your hands and knees and adored how clean and refreshed it was? Or are you scared what you might see or smell, maybe? Not only is your carpet one of the biggest investments in your home, but it's also the biggest air filter in your house. Lucky for you, Zero Res is going to spread the love to you and your home with their Love Your Rug Special. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at just 119 bucks and a free hallway. Don't forget Dirt and Dander's favorite hiding place, your air ducts. This month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Call zero res right now, 952-ZERO-RES, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at zeroresminnesota.com and say you want the Tom Bernard Show special. Protect your employees and customers by getting your business zero resified by the pros at Zero Res. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate. Spell it forward or backward. It spells the same. Zero Res. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to Set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. 
call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work, Dave Bialki goes to work for you. Taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials, call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Sanny. Yes, sir. What are you doing, man? Well, I think I should. That's not an apology, but I will say maybe I was wrong about Ben Johnson, who I didn't think was ready to be the coach at the U. He's got him at 17 and nine, eight and seven yep. after a win over yep. Ohio State, 88 79. And they're, I mean, they're a bubble team, but the, the selection is not until uh, March 17th. If they can get something going here and maybe have a little bit of a run in the Big Ten tournament, they could make that certainly can make the Big Ten. They're right, and they're above. Usually you're above 500 in the Big Ten. You get in. Bob, i got to be honest with you. I'm very serious about this. I'm being earnest. I would love to be a Gopher basketball fan again because I have not been for about, what, 25 years now? That team has sucked for the last at least 20 years, right? Well, since Clem took them to the Final Four and then they erased it. And then they erased it. What, What year was that, Bob? Do you remember? Tom, I think it's, well, I think it's the late 90s, right? Oh, We'd have to God. take a quick look. So it but is it's 25 been, years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been, it, it's been a haul, no question. The Jim Dutchers and Clem Haskins and those people, they had, they had some great coaches. There's well, no Dutcher, question. Poor Dutcher, he got derailed by, uh, by that scandal. Yeah. Remember the yep. kid? Who, who was the kid? They, but put the, he got exonerated from some uh, uh, sexual assault-related case, and he, he, he carved a champagne glass on the side of his head for a game. Yep, I remember. <clears throat> yeah. Was a really brilliant thing to do, and the fact that we can't even remember his name—it really worked for you, buddy. That'll come to us, I'm sure, <laughs> at some juncture. Yeah, but yeah. So I would, lo- I would love to go back to go for basketball games. I would love to watch them on television. They have been horrible for a quarter—well, not a quarter of a century, but about 20 years. Well, I mean, they had those Patino years where he yeah, and even Patino. the AD even admitted, well, if his name wasn't Patino, we probably wouldn't have hired him. Of course they did it because they wanted to get a name. Mm-hmm. It was not the dad, but it was a Patino. Right. So, right. You know, it's just uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a mess. And Munson, uh, Dan Munson. I mean, he got his was the most interesting one of all. He got the job because he beat the Gophers when they kept players out in the tournament because that's when the scandal broke. Mm-hmm. So yep. I mean, he wound up that raised his profile, and his replacement, Mark Few, is still a coach at Gonzaga. No question about it. It's a good way to get through the the late winter and all the rest of it, being a gopher basketball fan. And uh, one thing I got to ask all three of you and our listeners as well, it was announced yesterday. I can never remember these national figures' names, who works for Trump and who works for Biden and who's blah, 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 blah. Who's the guy that made the announcement yesterday that we should stop using the word manpower? Oh, I, I'm, that one I I'm, I need to look up. What? What is he nuts? Who cares? Lady, call me a lady. I don't give a rat's ass. What do I care? 
Man, oh please! Yeah, you got to, He wants. This is a national figure too, not a local guy. It was Blinken. It was Blinken, exactly. That's who. Oh, you saw what? So what did he exactly say? Well, I just saw the headline: State Department defends Blinken memo urging staffers to avoid problematic language like manpower. How is that problematic? If they, everybody, because it's, you know, you got women, you want to have the equal whatever involvement in things like that in the cultural climate of today, which is an actually time we have Dr. Phil on early. Art was able to get him to us a little early today. Oh, which, God. Sandy, you want to talk to Dr. Phil? So, is he on now? Yeah, Bob, do you want to talk to Dr. Phil? Hey, who doesn't want to talk to Dr. Phil? Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Phil McGraw, uh, his latest book, We've Got Issues, How You Can Stand Strong for America's Soul and Sanity. The book hits the shelves just four days from right now, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Phil, how are you, sir? I am well. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. I've been listening to what you guys are talking about. It's insane. It is insane. Dr. Phil, i got to say something. that uh, I did a morning show in town on radio for, oh, about 37 years, and I used to talk to you all the time, and it's been a while, so it's great to talk to you again, sir. It is good to talk to you. Uh, you never write, you never call. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's all true. Uh, Dr. Phil, I, I don't, yeah, we want to talk a lot about your book, obviously, but don't you think for the sanity of America that our leaders, our politicians, our big business people, uh, the national news, they need to back off on the hatred because, my God, they got this country angry. You know, they do. And, look, we're being driven by what I call the tyranny of the fringe. you got people out here that are basically extortionists saying, look, you're going to do what I want you to do. You're going to say what I want you to say. You're going to embrace what I want you to embrace. Or you're going to come under attack, and we're going to label you haters. We're going to label you um, phobic in some way. We're going to label you with all of these bad things, boycott you, do this, do that, and that's how they're getting leverage. And Right. And part of it is, uh, I mean, this is like George Orwell's 1984. There's certain words you can right. use, words you can't use. Um <laughs> You know, you, you you can't use you can't use the word brainstorm anymore. You can't use the word tone deaf anymore. You can't use the word mom and dad anymore. Schools <laughs> uh, cannot use the word mom and dad. Uh, you can't use the word peanut gallery. Grandfathered in. First world problem. Uh, you can't use the word blind spot. Oh God. Um, it, I mean the list. This goes on and on and on. It uh, does. We've got universities that don't have. Uh, you you can't call up and and contact the admissions department. It's now Office of Enrollment Management. Oh God, aren't you special? <laughs> and uh, the reason you can't call the admissions department is because that implies someone might be rejected. And they don't want anyone to feel rejected. Well, you know what? Get over yourself. Yep. Um, it's it's it, it's crazy. And so if you do, then they start that um, they start in on you. In fact, there are states now that you can't refer to a criminal as a felon. <laughs> you, you can't call them a rapist or a murderer. They oh, uh, and now I'm being dead serious. This isn't a comedy routine. No, you I know. Refer to them as justice involved 
person. Justice involved? So, wouldn't it be injustice involved? No, you weren't raped. You were engaged by a justice-involved person. Oh, God. Oh, God. You, you didn't encounter a murderer. You encountered a justice-involved person. Uh, hell, come on. Yeah. We, we've lost all common sense here. And that's what... That's, that's part of what we've got issues is about. We've got issues, guys. Come, I mean, when we're sitting around uh, talking about these sorts of things, we've got issues. And we mm-hmm. need to get back to common sense. We need to get back to focusing on the things that made this country what it is. And is the country great? I mean, are we a perfect country? Of course we're not. That's why I said we've got issues. We need to fix them. I think it's wonderful. I got to read this. Dr. Phil enters prime time. Dr. Phil recently teamed up with Trinity Broadcasting to launch a new TV network called Merritt Street Media. His new primetime show will coincide with the release of We've Got Issues the week of February 26th, February 27th. The book hits shelves. Uh, well, congratulations. You got a new, new endeavor going. I like it. I, I do. And uh, I'm really excited about it because we're going to deal with facts. We're going to deal with historical facts, scientific facts. Uh, we're going to tell people we, we've got four hours of news every day. We're going to tell people what happened and let them decide if it was good news or bad news. We're not going to spin it. Uh, I am so not political. I could care less if somebody is Democratic or Republican. They can get right. equally stupid on both sides of that aisle. Um, I, I don't. I'm just not a political person. I don't know enough about it to be political. What I do know are cultural issues, psychological issues, societal issues. And those are the things that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to continue to see guests. I deal with real people dealing with real challenges, looking for real answers. And and that's what I'm, I'm going to be dealing with. And it touches on a lot of the things we're talking about here. It's a very prescriptive book. It's, I'm an incurable optimist, and I think we can turn this all around. I think we can. It's going to need, we're going to need some leadership somewhere because, uh, as you said, I, I'm in the same boat, Dr. Phil, that I've, I grew up as a Democrat. I tried being a Republican. I don't hate Democrats or Republicans. I don't hate the far left and the far right. It's just not for me. I'm, I'm kind of in the center now going, you guys do what you do. I don't dislike any of you. I just... Since the fact that you can't agree on one thing, I have no place with either of you, right? Well, that's the thing. We've got to stop trying to win arguments and start trying to solve problems. Love it. And there's a big difference between trying to win an argument and trying to work together to solve problems. There is no question. Fellas, do you have any questions for now? Bob, uh, do you you even speak to Italian people, Dr. Phil? Generally not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to force you to speak it to me. <laughs> no, I, Dr. Phil, the things you cited are incredible. What what you can and can't say. And I, you know what? This is why, and I, I'm not going to get political either, but this is why we cannot have a president, a Senate, and a, a, a House of Representatives from all the same party because they'll just plow through with this and make it law. It disgusts me. Let me tell you, we do so much better in gridlock than we do if it's all one way or another. If if we had a president, Senate, and House all from the same side, 
I would get scared to death. We are so much better than we are in gridlock. They can do so much less damage. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's right now we, we need to focus on getting some things right. On the international, on the international front, America has now fallen to 34th in math, 16th in science, and 9th in reading. Um, how are we going to compete if we let that stand? We can't, and you're absolutely right, Dr. Phil. I know you only have one more minute left, but i got to tell you this. Uh, as I said, you used to come on the Tom Bernard Show over at KQ all the time. I would love for that to continue. Come back as often as you can. I love talking to you because you say things like, do you speak to Italians? No, generally I don't. <laughs> I just love that stuff. And stop eating our pizza and spaghetti. <laughs> Somebody will take that soundbite and put it out like it was for real, Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's the funniest thing I've heard in the entire month of February, Dr. Phil. But please do come back. I love it. We've got issues, how you can stand strong for America's soul and sanity. Hits the bookshelves on February 27th. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk again soon, Dr. Phil. Thank you for your time, sir. I hope so. Thanks, Bob. He's always been that kind of guy. That's why I would ask him a question like, do you even speak to Italians? Mm, Generally not. He's an (laughs) Itai hater. (laughs) The Itai hater. (laughs) See, that's what I love about these guys. Dr. Phil, let me ask you a very serious question here. It's going to be, why do you want to go with that? Go this way. Let's have a little fun while we talk about some very serious things. Yeah. You know? And I'll tell you what, Tom. He laid out some things that are frightening. And it's where we're headed. And somebody has to say, no, this is the end of it. But we, you know what? No one or too few people will stand up to this. Yeah, well, the thing, the justice that. thing. I mean, it's not a murderer anymore. You're a justice challenged or whatever the heck he said. It's right. disgusting. Now, Sandy, what time do you have to hop off the show? Uh, I could be here till noon when I want to go for sushi. Oh, so you can be? Can you be on the next segment if we take a break here? Can you come back on for a few Absolutely. minutes? Absolutely. Magnificent. We'll take a break right here, ladies and gentlemen. My God, this show is flying by quickly. It must be how much I love working with you guys. Maybe that's what speeds the show up. That's got to be it. Yeah. I can't think of anything It else. definitely wasn't Dr. Phil. <laughs> it wasn't. I love that guy. Always have. Always will. I actually appeared on his show one time for about two minutes. It what? was many, many years ago. I don't even remember what the subject was, but he is a very, very nice guy. And he's a lot bigger than most people I know, so I was nice to him. I have so many if, questions. You know, for when we I, have back. So I have so many questions. questions. Every, every, every day with you, I learn something new. Yeah. I suppose that. Yeah, I have had a weird life. See, I don't even realize that as I go along and this, that, and the other thing. But I will never. Two, the two that hit me the hardest, though, was being hugged by Jane Fonda and kissed on the cheek. And then one other guy that if I bring it up, I'll even tear up because he was one of my favorite people of all time. But I always forget about that, that I have not lived a very normal life in, in that way, I guess, but well, it doesn't feel like it. What it you guys like have to do is during the break, look on YouTube for the video of Tom getting hugged by all the women on the view. Oh yeah. You've I bet you could, that's <laughs> easy to find. I bet. Cause they would <laughs> love me. Going There's on no life. <laughs> All right, we got to go to break so I can find this. We do. We'll be right back with more, Bob. (laughs) Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. 
As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine. Box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Have you enjoyed Minnesota's non-winter this year? Want to enjoy the warmth whenever you want? Two Minnesotans can help you live that dream. Matt Carlson from Realty One Group Destination Key West grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. Started out helping his friends find homes locally and in Florida. And now he can help you. If you've considered living in the warmth of Florida, now is the time to reach out to your new friend in Realty, Matt Carlson. It's a buyer's market now, and your Minnesotan friend Matt can help you with a new home here or in the Florida Keys. And if you need some guidance with financing, Kristen Eklund from Coast to Coast Mortgage can help. Kristen is Matt's preferred lender, can finance anywhere in Florida, and like Matt, is one of us, as she hails from the Sartell, Alexandria area. So if you're looking at a new home in Minnesota or maybe that second home or retirement place in Florida, trust your new local friends. Contact Matt and Kristen. Visit OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com or call Matt at 612-791-2345, 612-791-2345 and work with local professionals you can trust. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. You damn right it is. Bob Sansfear is with us. Dr. Phil took over his spot. Sandy, nice enough to stick around with us, hang out with us, even though. I'm taking his spot, Tom. You're taking mm-hmm. his spot, Bob. Well, to be nine o'clock originally. So, Anywho. All right. Now, I got to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Did you start watching Masters of the Air yet? Last night. How many episodes episode. in are you? Just, just one, because right. it. I thought the first episode was okay at best because it's just a bunch of guys flying around an airplane shooting at each other. It's like, okay, a little. I think you're going to feel that way if the shooting in the airplanes doesn't, you know, th- there's a lot of that. Yeah, it seems it's like it's not Band I... of Brothers. No, no, it is not. I don't know. It, it wasn't that I didn't care for it. It's just, it was like, it's what I expected it to be, is a good way to put it, right? I, I mean, I like it, but again, everything, it, it's Band of Brothers, it was Spielberg and Hank, so was Pacific and so was right. this. Right, right. And neither Pacific nor this is going to approach what Band no. of Brothers was. A lot of good young actors I've never heard of before. The actors are pretty good in it. 
Well, the guy, the one guy, what I keep wanting to calling him, call him Austin Powers, the kid, the kid who played uh, Elvis, Austin, Austin Butler. Butler. That's Austin it, Butler. Butler. He, oh, he you played know, Elvis. Yeah. Oh, don't you hear? You could still hear Elvis in his voice because he rolled off of the Elvis movie where he spent years working on it, right into Masters of the Air, and he still sounds like Elvis. Hello, baby. <laughs> but it's like watch him or listen to him when he talks. He still has that Elvis lilt in his voice in the uh, Masters of the Air. I suppose it would be hard to get rid of if you'd get you because know, I'd be honest with you. I and I don't do it on purpose, but if I end up, you know, going into like going to the East Coast and seeing some friends, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you all of a sudden get this accent. It's like for me going back for a booster shot. Right. Because you do come back and start talking like that. It's absolutely. See, I'm in England. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> Where did that come from? And speaking of the cast of the Masters of Air, how does uh, the guy that plays Roy Frank, uh, Steven Spielberg's son, Sawyer really? Spielberg, is in the is in the show? Apparently, yeah. Roy, he plays Roy Frank Clater. If that means anything to you, Bob, I don't even show? know which guy that is. I mean, the well, only I mean, no, uh, the only two I know is Buck and Bucky. And one of them I did not realize is in that, uh, what's the name of it? The movie about the college rowing team from the 30s. He's the star of that one. He's the one that plays the other guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. I think... <clears throat> what's that? I was going to say, is that the, you're talking about the Krasinski film, I believe, about the rowing team, right? No, no, I don't think Krasinski's in it. Oh, okay. Well, I, gotta, I, I mean, I could look at it. This is what, they're all from Washington, and they wound up, I think, winning the Olympics. But he looked familiar, and I didn't know where. And then I realized, just from the trailer, he's got, like, white hair or blonde hair in the rowing movie. It was him without a mustache. Okay. And, it ha- I mean, I told you, Tom, what happened with uh, um, Fire Country, and I did not put it together because this guy looked so familiar. And he was from SEAL Team, which I liked. But he didn't oh, look sure. the same because he's much beefier now in Fire Country. I just realized this, and maybe, uh, Bob, you might have the same approach. But I would just picture it. If I went to Andy and said, uh, Andy, um, I'm making a new movie. You want to be in it? Nah, that's okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not an actor. I don't want to do that. Forget it. Uh, yeah, but that's good. Spielberg's made a movie or two, so he, get, he knows what he's doing. And Hanks is always getting his kid in something. That Colin yeah. Hanks has been in a ton yeah, of stuff, that's including very uh, you know, Band of Brothers. That's right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's not that I didn't like the show. It's just what I expected it to be, and I hope it grows from there. Will you go back to it? Yeah, because – but if they spend the whole time in the airplane screaming at each other, I can't watch it. It's, it's not just, the whole time, but it is a good part of it. Yeah, it is a good part of it. It's and I, I – did you watch True Detective, um, uh, the one it set with, with Jodie Foster, the latest uh, one? We're watching that right now. We're about three episodes in, I think. What do you think? I think she's a great actress, and it comes across, but it's kind of plotting for me. It's okay. convoluted again. It's it's okay, and I really like her too. She's she's another one I really do like, but it's I don't like the latest Fargo either. I don't like the sixth or what is it, the fifth or sixth season of Fargo? Fifth, fifth season. Fifth. Are you done with that one yet? No, it's I I don't care for it. It's okay at best. Well, I mean, I, this I don't think it'll ruin it for you, but it it uh, it's it made some twists and turns that I wasn't expecting into the supernatural. So, yeah, I haven't seen that coming yet, so maybe yeah. it'll make it better. I, I mean, I, I like it, but I I actually, for well, I watched it because I watched the one you recommended. The it was that season three, I think season it was. Season four. It was you four, mean, okay, so this is five. 
The one with Chris Rock. Yeah, that one was terrific. Phenomenal. Maybe that's the problem, too. But again, it might have something to do with where you're from and where I'm from and the life we lived and all the rest of it. Because I knew a lot of people, both the white guys and the black guys, I knew a lot of people that acted like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, you're absolutely right. You identify with it. That's why you and I saw the original Fargo in the theater together. And the, the we didn't. I didn't know people who talk like that. I guess if you go to some parts of the the state, you'll find it. And that's the other thing. This thing, the show, the season five, is set in Scandia, and right. they're talking with the accent. I don't think they talk like that in Scandia. The other thing that upsets me is they shot it all in Canada. You're going to make a show about Minnesota, but you don't shoot it in Minnesota. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's made, it's shot in Calgary, I believe. Oh well. I don't really I understand that either. The Canadians and come up with the dough. I really like John Hamm, but I think he's very mediocre in this show. What happened to his head? How did it get so big? I know. It's like he looks weird and he sounds weird. I just and I really like him. He's very, very good, but we you know, talked to the guy yesterday. What? Uh, Bob, are you talking about like literally like his head has gotten bigger? His head is huge. You know who to go have now have had <laughs> from when they were in their earlier shows to now? The uh the two biggest heads you'll find on television are John Hamm and Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck's head's enormous. Yeah, he's got a big noggin. I don't. I think they should have whose head is bigger. <laughs> Make it a have game a show. TV show. Yes. <laughs> Go All with right, something Bob. like that. Now you just you just reminded me of something. And don't judge me on what this guy said, but I had a friend, might have been a you know Tevin's cousin, a possibility. There was a kid in our neighborhood that had a very big head. He just yeah. did. He, you know, his body was not big, but he had a very big head. And he made some smart-ass comment to my friend. My, my friend goes, who are you talking to, Waterhead? <laughs> waterhead or watermelon head? <laughs> no, it was Waterhead. <laughs> That's even worse, to tell you the truth. Like, settle down, sir. <laughs> All right, Sandy, is that everything? Uh, that'll, yeah, I guess that can do, but, uh, you, oh, I'm going to make a prediction here for your Vikings. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. Russell Wilson is the bridge quarterback. Don't ever say he'll that only cost him, again. He'll cost him a million, couple of million bucks because he's making 35 from the Broncos guaranteed. Oh, God. And I'll tell you what, if he's going to go anywhere, why wouldn't you want to throw the Justin Jefferson and, and, uh, Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson? This is the team every free agent quarterback wants to come to. I hope Josh. you're right. So he's got something left. He's got a little bit left in the tank. Bob, really, he, not a, really quick before you go, Kristen Burt's in like the back room, but she said Javier Bardem, the actor, has the biggest head in Hollywood right now. So other than Kristen, well, I mean, we'll have to get them on the the show. Okay. Bob Sansu's yeah. biggest no, head contest. You, you tell Kristen to put them against Selleck and Ham, and I don't think Javier <laughs> is going to beat him. He may be the international division. All right, we'll see you guys. Thanks, Sandy. All right. Sandy with one hell of a job. We'll take a break and be right back with uh, who she looked like again. I forgot. We'll, we'll, We'll discover it when we come back right after this. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. 
Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hi guys, it's Chris Eggert from Channel 5 Morning News, along with my friends Megan Newquist and Ken Barlow. In the morning, we pride ourselves on sharing people's stories. I've been lucky enough to be part of this 5 Eyewitness News morning team for more than a decade now. This is where I've raised my kids and working alongside my friends for all these years. We're like a family too. We are family, Chris. Working with you and Ken and Hannah, it is such an honor to help folks start their day every morning on Channel 5. We get to catch people up on the news that's happening, and Hannah is here to keep an eye on the traffic around town. And when it comes to weather, I know people rely on me to plan their day and get their family out the door. Over the last 10 years, there are so many memories and so many laughs. I just love sharing the forecast alongside you guys. I feel the same way, Ken. To all you who start your day with us here on Channel 5, we think of you as family too. Thanks for turning on 5 Eyewitness News in the mornings. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris and Bert Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Chris and Bert joins us. And I got to mention, I just happened to look down at my phone, and I didn't even realize this. The unofficial, the Tom Bernard Morning Show fan group, uh, a day early, but happy first anniversary to the Tom Bernard Show. Yeah, it's tomorrow, February 24th. That's very, very cool, isn't it? I thought February 20th was our first day. I thought it was the 24th, too, so maybe we're both wrong. Somebody be able to find that out. When was our first day? Um, I'll look. It was this yeah. week. I know that. I feel like it was February 20th. Because calendar-wise, it would make sense. We started on a Monday. And Monday... What was the date on Monday? The 19th? Mm, yeah, that'd be about right. 18th, 19th? Mm-hmm. Yep. No question about you, but that was very nice the the, the fan group to know that because I it kind of slipped right by me there somehow. No question about it. Well, congratulations! Going to tell you something, Kristen. This I'm blaming you because you live in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. There's applause. Sorry, I, I, I thought we were just celebrating again. No, so. no, we were. I okay. had no problem with that at all. And anytime I hear <laughs> after applause, after everything I, go, I say, please give me applause. <laughs> People cheering. Just, yeah, just saying. <laughs> all right, last one. See, there it is. There you go. Now I forgot what the hell I was going to say, but I can bring it back later. What were we talking about? We were just talking about your anniversary. The anniversary. And then you were going to blame me because I live in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, we, we took uh, Ethan on a little boat trip yesterday in the intercoastal. Uh, you want to get depressed about your life? Go on a boat trip on the intercoastal where they point out whose house is whose. Uh, like Bernie Madoff, they pointed his house out, which... He doesn't live at all anymore, so he doesn't live there, that's for sure. But he tried to give that house to his, to his son, 
mm-hmm. but uh, the government wouldn't let them. Um, I had Andy check, and the house is worth $42 million. Then we got a little further along. Then it was Andre Agassi's old house, Mm -hmm. which was about $30 million. But the taker of the cake was Sylvester Stallone's house, $60 million house. Wow. You want to get depressed and go, Geez, I thought I was doing okay, but I guess I'm not, I guess I'm failing miserably. <laughs> the one percent is one percenting. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the one percent is one percenting. But then we turn around and come back, and there's this gigantic ship. It was not a boat; it was a ship. And it was who's the guy that owns the San Antonio Spurs again? Ooh, that owns them. I'm not sure. Oh, what the, the hell is his name? He's a I think he, I'm- you think about the Mavericks? Because that is Mark Cuban. Mavericks. Yeah, there oh, you go. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. It was the Mavericks. Who was that? Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Mark Cuban. Uh, this massive ship worth $300 million was parked there, and it was Mark Cuban's, but the guy who was the CEO at Sears bought it from him. I thought Sears failed miserably. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get $300 million to buy a boat? Sounds like that golden parachute was really nice. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, man. We are in the wrong business. We are. Let's get out and, I don't know, buy a basketball team or something. $300 million. Quick circling back. First show was uh, February 20th. Monday, February 20th. Oh, so that's good. Look Close you, enough. Kristen. Kristen, look at that memory. Now we're, oh, did you just give me the finger? I did not. Oh, you pointed to yourself. I thought you gave me the finger. I was no. just used to the way you I can you give me. it to you, but I won't. <laughs> you always do. What's the, what's to stop you now? Nah. Um, I got I got to run this by you very quickly because I know you got things to talk about. But I, I just we watched a couple of shows last night. I thought we're okay at best. Uh, the The streaming has been so good for the last year that we got to a couple of new shows. The new Spielberg show is okay. Uh, hopefully, it gets better. I just Watching guys fly around and get shot at for an hour is not interesting to me. So you're not loving Masters of the Air. You didn't not love that. Not so far. I'll watch some more of it, but so far I think it's very mediocre. Interesting. It is Apple's number one show ever. Yeah, right. Even beating ever. out Ted Lasso, which I think is pretty incredible. I've never seen that show either. I love Ted Lasso. It's so good. A lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people love it. It's about a guy, a, a football coach that coaches soccer in England or something. Yeah, an American... Right. Football coach comes in to, to uh, coach a soccer team. I think you might like Ted Lasso. Maybe I'll give it a whirl because I give need Give it a I whirl. And it's it's quirky, but I feel like where you like The Office, it's not. it doesn't break the fourth wall, but the characters are really well developed. I think yeah, he'd well, love, that's good. He'd love uh, Roy Kent and oh. Juno Temple's character, who Keely Jones. Like, Keely, yep. Yep. Absolutely. So I do need to find a couple of things. So if you got some recommendations, I will give Ted Lasso a shot. That I've I saw, I think about ten minutes of it once. Wasn't okay, that I turned, just I keep just going. Once. Watch the whole first episode and then report back. Okay. Because uh, do when you quit, like a couple minutes in, that's not giving it a shot. It's kind of like I approach life. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're like, that's enough. I've seen enough here. I've seen I'm enough done. here. Get away from me. No <laughs> that's question. about most things in life these days. <laughs> I've seen enough but, here. Honestly, God, I, I, I will go right to, to your content here, but just, and maybe it's just me, because you always think to yourself, you know, I've been in the business since I was 18, 17 years old, whatever, done very, very well. Life is great. And there's a guy who lives in a $60 million house. Maybe I didn't do all that well, I guess, comparatively. <laughs> But you know what's interesting? Like, it's man. like the Sylvester Stallones. It's the people who made money 
20, 30 years ago. Yes, it's that's not right. the same. You're yep. seeing all of like the up and coming actors now, like uh, Austin Butler, Glenn Powell, these actors that are doing very well are in big projects. They're not making $20 million a film and no. they're not going to have like Tom Cruise money, Sylvester Stallone money, Arnold Schwarzenegger money. It's just not going to happen. Timothy Chalamet, like I think of Zendaya. They're doing well. Don't get me wrong. They have mm -hmm. nice houses, but they don't have the ability to buy a $60 million house. Isn't that sad? When you were a little kid, you thought, man, I wonder, I think, I wonder if I'll ever be a millionaire. And now you go, millionaire? Who gives a rat's ass? <laughs> it doesn't even matter, basically. <laughs> It's crazy because I, I know that there's a there was a big uh, study just done that Gen Z, they're like, you cannot, you're not rich making $100,000, which even no. just maybe five to eight years ago, people mm -hmm. thought $100,000, that's a yep. game changer for my family. Not yep. anymore with inflation. God. It's just so sad. It's unfortunate. No question about it. So any great movies coming out, any great TV shows coming out that I don't know about? I know Tim is coming in in just a moment, so I'll let him review what's coming out this weekend. But um, I think the big thing that's going to be on the radar, and we'll probably be talking about it next week, Wendy Williams. Her, oh, she yeah. has that Lifetime documentary. And yesterday, they you know they came forward and said she has dysphagia and frontotemporal uh, dementia, which is the oh. same exact thing as Bruce Willis. Right, right. Fascinating that like two very big public figures have have a a part of like dementia that I, I don't think is as common as like say like Alzheimer's or something else like that. Um, and her story is just incredibly sad. So yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be something. And, and she has no money left. They don't know whether the, oh. um, she's in a conservatorship and they don't know if the person who's in charge of her conservatorship has spent her money or her ex-husband who spent her money because he got another woman pregnant and left her. I mean, it is just to me, because I grew up in New York when Wendy Williams was like the talk show personality. Sure. Um, yep. Especially when it came to like hip hop, R&B. Like she was mm -hmm. the person, if you wanted to spill tea, that was the show you went on. It wasn't Howard Stern. And, you know, she transitioned to TV, had a very successful daytime talk show. And then her decline was so rapid and so public. It's almost painful to even just watch the trailer to this documentary. That's so sad because she's very, she, I found her to be funny. Uh, interesting. She's a very pretty young woman. No, she had she had it all going for her, and it just it, that stuff makes me really sad when it all comes apart like that. It does, and I think too because she was such a uh, she was a black woman pioneering in a space that doesn't always give space to black women. So I think that that uh, you know we have to remember the legacy she leaves behind because she's no longer going to be able to have that talk show because she was trying to bring come back with a podcast but obviously that's not going to happen yeah i saw that ladies and gentlemen tim lammer is brought to you by bradshaw and bryant personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured contact bradshaw and bryant at minnesota personal injury.com kristen burt tim lammers so, hey uh, hey what's hey, up hey? fucking rocky you been making dollars adrian Speaking of big money, I just am looking at a headline here. Uh, Hollywood reporter Tyler Perry puts $800 million studio expansion on hold. Oh. AI. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Tyler Perry, of course, I, 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 I texted Tom last weekend. Was it last weekend? I said, Tom, you got to see a movie called American Fiction. Right. And oh, God. 
Oh, in God. American fiction, there's a great inside Tyler Perry joke that <laughs> right. Sterling K. Brown's character. But what a brilliant movie. My God. It is uh, phenomenal. If you have not seen American, what, what's it called? American fiction? American fiction. American fiction. Yes. American yes. Fiction. Still in, in theaters. Fantastic. You can get it on premium video on demand. But yeah, definitely recommend this. It, it's, you know, next weekend is Dune. So the calm before the storm. However... And Joe from Louisville wrote Kristen and I asking if we were going to see Ordinary Angels, which is a faith-based movie, actually set in Kentucky. And I think that's why he was interested in it. A true story. Um, 1993. This is what I love. Hilary Swank, two-time Best Actress Oscar winner. Alan Richson. Reacher star Alan Richson. Mm -hmm. Talk about perfect timing for a movie like this and i think it's great that you got people like alan richson and hillary swank saying you know what yeah it's a it's a subgenre faith-based films but their heart is in it you know they they really are not afraid of any potential i don't know is there any potential blowback from being in a faith-based film Kristen? because Probably. obviously people want to associate that stuff with the right and this isn't political at all this is just a story from the heart and people like stories about miracles. You need a little happiness in, in your life. And I think the one thing, I don't think they'll get a lot of blowback in it. I would say if Kirk Cameron was starring in the film, yes. that's yeah. where you get blowback because he is kind of very, he's just very controversial at this point. He's untouchable in Hollywood. Right, right. So, you, you know, and again, this is not political at all. This is just about true story, 1993. Um, uh, Richson plays this man who loses his wife to this rare disease. He's a widower with two small girls, one of which has this degenerative disease of the liver, and she's in desperate need of a liver transplant. Now, uh, there's this hairdresser, spunky hairdresser, played by Hillary Swank. She happens upon the story on a, a news rack because you got to remember, 1993, they're still selling newspapers, right? <laughs> yeah. And she sees the story of this family and she's struggling with her own stuff. She's an alcoholic. She's estranged from her her now adult son. Uh, She finds purpose. And that purpose is to help pay for the uh, transplant surgery for this girl. Well, as she finds out this uh, illness that his wife had, Richardson's character, Ed Schmidt, Mm-hmm. It just massacred this family with bills. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. They're drowning in debt. So she says, you know what? We're going to get rid of that. She is one of these people that said, will not take no for an answer. So she's going to help this person. And in turn, she inspires other people to help. All these perfect strangers coming together to do good for a human being who is in desperate need of it. And you know what? I normally, I, if I screen something that hasn't been screened in advance, I'll go to the regular theater on a Thursday night preview. Generally, a couple, three people. This theater was half full last night. Really? The faith based movie audience is big. It is, yeah. And That's it what is I said going, in that email. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's going to be, be, become bigger when you're getting. People like Alan Rich and people like Hillary Swank involved. Nancy Travis is in this movie as well, and it's terrific. Always has been. So I think it's going to bring faith-based movies even that much closer to the mainstream, if not into the mainstream. 
Now, having said that, the uh, box office forecast is pretty low for this, like a five million opening. But you got to remember, these movies aren't made for a lot of money. So, and the other thing about faith-based movies is they those movies have legs. And as emotionally impactful as this movie is, a nine out of ten on the Lamameter, emotionally impactful. I was crying throughout the thing. I think it's going to be huge. It is going to be huge. And here's the other thing. Critics aren't crapping on this. Uh, I, I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score is like 80 some percent. I mean, it's definitely fresh. And the audience score is 100 percent. Really? Fresh. Yes. Man. So and this- don't you think, Tim, last week where they undervalued, I would say, you know, a one love the Bob Marley thing. They said they predicted it was going to make 25 million. It made 50 million. Yeah. Yeah. This could be the same situation. Even if it makes 10 million, that's a huge success. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then that you're absolutely right, Chris, Kristen. They, in, yeah, I think that they're going light on this one. You know, uh, it's just funny how the media doesn't want to touch the, you know, the faith based stuff or the religious stuff when in fact this movie really isn't overtly religious at all. I mean, to me, it's about goodness, right? Good. Right. And people want original stories. And I think Bob Marley proved that. I think Operation Angels will prove that as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so, you know, there's a history versus Hollywood sort of thing. And yes, they do take dramatic liberties. But the root of the story has not been changed. And that is about this woman who had this resolve to make a difference in these people's lives. And it is extraordinary. Uh, you know, so life. yeah, go see it. Ordinary Angels. Ordinary Angels. Yeah. Ordinary. Yeah. And, you know, it's opening in about 2,800 screens. Uh, you know, so it's not a massive opening, but again, it's the sort of film that's going to have legs and it's going to make money. And uh, just because I love Ellen Richson so much, yep, I love yep. Hillary Swank too. She's always yep, terrific. Yep. But Richson in Reacher is brilliant. He plays sort of the same taciturn character here. But of course, he's not breaking people in half, which he does in, <laughs> in, in, in right. Reacher, which Richson does in Reacher. He breaks people in half. Would that so have, it's would that, sort of intense character, but in a different sort of way. Would that have made would this movie made better, though? Yeah, of course. Of course. I want to see Ellen Richson kicking ass over the bad guy. No, no, there's no bad guy here. This is about good people. Oh, and, nice and, and you look here, I'm not a religious guy, okay? But oddly enough, You know, it's the sort of thing, and I've told you this before, Tom, throughout my entire life with my kids, you know, I've never pushed the religion thing on them. Mm -hmm. Just say simply, be a good person. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. And I think films like this will remind people that it's just simple actions. I don't want to get any further into it without revealing a lot of the story, but it's simple actions by people at the end of this movie that make a tremendous difference. So, you know, being good isn't have to, you know, sacrifice your entire life and livelihood for raising money for somebody. It's just simple good actions day to day that can make such of a big difference. So, yeah, this movie has it all. Uh, I, I was balling. OK, not balling like basketball. I mean, I was crying. I mean, this really yeah. was an incredibly powerful movie. And again, the name is. Ordinary Angels. Ordinary Angels. We'll close I'm going to text this. you later on, Tom, to go see that with Catherine in theaters this week. Oh, in theaters? Yes. Okay. In theaters only. That. We'll close with this. I'm pissed off at Alan Richson because <laughs> one of the last episodes, I think it was the last episode of the series, 
he took his shirt off. <laughs> which means now I can't take my shirt off in front of Catherine for at least a month. I have the same problem in Holy my household. Holy Hannah. That guy's put, that boy's put together, man. Yeah, Patty's got a, a, a crush on Alan Richardson. Too. <laughs> Isn't he, he like 6'4", too, on top of it? I think he's only like, only, you know, Mr. Five Foot Eight here. I think he's six foot two and a half or something. And believe it or oh. not, he had, he was self-conscious of the fact that Reacher's six five in the books. Oh, right. And it's like, oh, God, I don't think I can pull this roll off because I'm only six two and a half. Now, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, We're lips. We lips. know about right, lips. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, KB, the other KB2. That's right, Kristen. I say Catherine because, again, he takes off his shirt. Catherine's like, oh, bye, Tom. Oh, look at that. Look at how Tom muscular who? he is. Tom who? What's your <laughs> name? Yeah, All right. right, both of you get lost. I hate you now. I want to point that out. Great talking to you both. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. Have you a great too. weekend. Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And Tim Lammers is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. A brilliant show yet again, ladies and gentlemen. They just continue. So do we agree the show started on the 20th instead of the 24th? Yeah, it was Monday, February 20th was the first uh, first one. So happy one-year anniversary, everybody. Absolutely. And we'll talk to you guys on Monday. The family shows up in about 10 minutes.